Hi, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Big Blue Brothers Podcast. I'm Andrew. Got my brothers David and Steven with me here talking all things UK sports. It's been a while, guys. It's been a couple weeks since we've been able to do this. What you been up to? Oh, you know, living that dream. Making that money. It's good. Good stuff there. David, have you been living the dream and making the money? Uh, I have been living the dream and just started making just money. Just not making the money. Job. If you said that a week ago, that would have been true, but it's not. That's right. But now you got the job, so we're good to go. That's right. Uh, but Thanksgiving's coming up. That's cool. Uh, you guys do anything special for Thanksgiving? Uh, my in-laws are coming in town, and I think my sister's coming over, and rumor has it somebody on this podcast is going to show up in God's country this next week. Oh, who, who might that be? That might be me. So Anna has a large mouth. I was going to say, Stephen, before you got on for the podcast, David was like, I told him I might ask about this. He's like, no, you can't do that. It's going to be a surprise that I'm coming to Kentucky. And he's like, well, I guess I can do oh, it. Surprise. I, I, guess, I, guess it wasn't, I guess it wasn't much of a surprise if you already knew. Yeah, apparently not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm guessing about 90% of the people at the uh, – Thanksgiving party on Friday. Don't know I'll be there. So yeah. well, they probably don't care either. So okay. that's true. Yeah, have fun with that party. <laughs> I will. It'd be a blast. What, It'd be a great time. When are you coming in, by the way? Friday morning. Oh, that's even better. Yep. <laughs> it's gonna be a eight-hour trip from like three, two in the morning, something like that. We got to make You're it there by twelve thirty. Uh, no, we'll leave. We'll leave uh, Sunday afternoon. Noonish afternoon. Too bad. Sounds like a blast. I'm not going anywhere. I'll be right here in Utah. I've got a friend though coming in from. That's because you live halfway across the world, stupid. I know, I know. But I got a friend coming in, and he is from Focus, and he does broadcasting. So I'll get to show him like my studio setup in the spare room, and then he can. Oh get wow! And it'll be so exciting. Whatever. I'm, I, I, I like this. Stuff. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. But it it really has been a while since we've done this. So we've got quite a bit to talk about last time we talked Kentucky had just knocked off the number one team in the nation Michigan State since then four games three wins one loss um probably the biggest game and the one that we least want to talk about is that Evansville game uh, but we, we probably will hear just in a second but I was I, I've been confused with this team a little bit David because like when we beat Michigan State, we're usually not first game of the season on top of things as much as I thought we were in that game. Like, we didn't play amazing, but we were we were doing well. And then if you think you're going to have, like, a, you know, a, a game where you are lulled into sleep, it might be the one, like, a letdown game right after your big one. But we beat Eastern Kentucky pretty easily, and then we lay an egg at, uh, when we play Evansville. I just I, – I don't really know what to make of the team so far this season. It's been very up and down. Yeah, Stephen. What an answer! I know. <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs> We're gonna had that, had that ready. Uh, I knew this question was coming, <laughs> so I, I I did all my prep work for that answer. There's so, been some ups. There's been Stephen some downs. Asked. There's been good times. <laughs> there's been bad times. But I think they'll turn yeah, it around. Like it. <laughs> Stephen, what 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 is your handle on this team? I guess, like, because I like I said, I was just. 
I don't know that that Evansville game. I just didn't understand, and it because we we started out so well against Michigan State, and it wasn't even the game right after that was the letdown. It, it's confusing to me. Well, I heard somebody um, on KSR bring up a point of maybe it was something to the effect of, you know, they were so up for the first game because of what happened last year in the first game, and then Eastern Kentucky played a perfect style for us, which was just run and gun, um, don't slow it down and just was kind of like a perfect matchup. And then Evansville came in, and I think just – I guess I, – I mean, the only way I can describe it is Kentucky totally overlooked Evansville and never woke up. They just thought they'd kind of sleepwalk through it, and they never never woke up and kind of decided to figure out how to do it. And they've definitely regressed extremely on rebounding and defense. And, I mean, the only thing that saved us really against Michigan State was Tyrese Maxey went off, and he's been cold ever since. So – yeah, but I even, think they're definitely a funk, but I, I I still think people get too bent out of shape. I feel like we do this every year, and people still do the same thing. We struggle with crappy teams, and everybody freaks out, and then by the end of the year, shocker, we're one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, it's just weird, though, because, like, David, the, the, the first game, like, we didn't even shoot that well. Maxie went off, like Steven was saying, but we didn't have an amazing offensive game. The defense was there, and that's something that you just kind of – I don't know. I understand if you start missing shots, but not having the defense there the past few games um, has been a little frustrating. Uh, yeah, I think our our defense is is the it's it's terrible. It's the reason that we've been so close for three games in a row now. Even though we pulled away from St. Mary's at the end, but uh, I think it's just they're they're struggling to get everybody has individual great nights but the whole team as a whole no they haven't had a great night since sort of michigan state but even then it not most of the team didn't do great or even good it was just maxi was doing amazing yeah i i think though that evansville game not just because we got beat but that was one of my least favorite experiences as a uk fan because i was working and then i went immediately to a, a small group so i just got to listen to bits and pieces on the radio and as I pulled into the house I was going to is when the game ended. And I knew that I was going to have to go back and rewatch it, knowing that we played awful and that we lost to a team that we had no business losing to, just so we could talk about it doing this. Um, so that was, that was quite frustrating going back. But, you know, even though David didn't know who he was, Walter McCarty gets the win. So does that make it any better for you, Stephen, thinking that at least if anybody's going to beat us, I mean, we'll struggle? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> But he's a Kentucky guy, man. That that I mean, I not that we want to lose, but I don't care if it was Dad coaching the other team. I wanted to lose. I never want Kentucky to lose a game, and it doesn't help at all. It yeah. especially doesn't help me because I didn't know who he was. So <laughs> no, no sentimental value there. Thanks, David. That's very good. Yep. <laughs> we have had some bright spots though, like Richards. So I, I don't think anybody played good in that game, but Richards over the last little bit. I feel like – I know we're not playing anybody, but he, he feels like he's stepping up. He's playing more intelligently. Um, Steven, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's one of those guys that, like, he didn't actually start playing basketball till he was in uh, high school and stuff, right? Uh, that's what I believe so, yes. Yeah, so, like, I, I just feel like now he's starting to get more of a feel for the game. He's actually, as of today – um, he's leading us in scoring uh, at 17 points a game, which is which is pretty awesome. David, how how have you um, felt about Richards kind of coming into his own this year? I'm really glad. 
Uh, he struggled for several years. Um, thankfully, at the last minute, we got Reed Travis last year, uh, and I thought Sestina was going to be pretty much the same fill-in for Richards and EJ because they've been doing so terribly. But the last last few games, Richards has gone off, um, had double-digit points, and he's just – he's been killing it. He's been more aggressive rebounding. He's been more aggressive blocking. So it's definitely – it's definitely a much-needed highlight to the, to the recent games. Yeah, no, I, Isn't I he averaging like 15 and 7 or something like that on the air? Uh, well, he's got 17 points a game um, and then uh, seven rebounds a game. Seven and a half is what he's at right now uh, in eight blocks for the season. That's, that's pretty darn good. I mean, I don't care who you are. Yeah. Well, he's it, definitely been the best player on the team by far. Absolutely, which is something that comes as a Nobody saw big it. surprise. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Nobody saw it coming. Yeah. Um, and, and the good thing, too, like I think we've even talked about before that you didn't necessarily think that Richards needed to produce the points because we should have some other guys get into the hole or with their shooting that should be able to do that. But we've seen, I think, so far this season, Stephen, that at least for the first little bit, as strange as it sounds, Richards really has kind of been uh, carrying us to a certain extent in some of the past games, even with his scoring, something that was probably pretty unexpected. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of – He's shown flashes of it through his first two years. I mean, he he really has a very pretty-looking jumper. He's got a very nice, soft touch. He's a really good free-throw shooter. I mean, he's got all the tools. I mean, as a seven-footer, to be able to hit a 18-foot jump shot consistently is pretty impressive. So, I mean, he's definitely got the ability to. It's just whether or not he put it together mentally and focused on it and was able to kind of figure it out. And like I said, he's came on to playing basketball late, so you got to give him some time. But, I mean, this is the – normal progression of a basketball player in college outside of the, you know, high super elite players is you don't play a lot your first year, your second year you get a little more, your third year is when you really start to open up. So it's kind of just – he's just progressing as a normal college athlete, which we're not used to normal college athletes. Yeah, that, and I'd love to see him come back for a senior year. I doubt he does, but I'd love to see him. Yeah, well, and honestly, that free throw shooting that you pointed out, that's such a big thing, especially for a big guy – that when he gets fouled, he's going to be able – I mean, he's shooting 82% from the free throw line right now. And one of the yeah. top five guys on our team with his free throw percentage – the team as a whole shooting pretty well too uh, with the free throws, not otherwise. <laughs> the free throws were doing okay. But to have, to have someone like Richards that even if he's not scoring, he can be a pretty good rim protector just because he's long and, and it's something for people to worry about. And to have him able to be in at the end of the game uh, right, because he can hit those free throws, I think, is a pretty big deal. Speaking of scoring, I am very confused. At the beginning of the year, or like preseason, you know, everyone's Cal was talking about how this is going to be one of our great three-point shooting teams, and didn't everybody say that Juzang was supposed to be our best shooter? And he's done terribly. Yeah, I, well, I think... <clears throat> Go ahead. I, I just think some of that is um, I know it's been talked about on some other shows that listen to whatever, but I think uh, just a big part of that is if you look at the shots that we're taking, they're just not good shots. You can be a good shooter and not make good, bad shots. I mean, there, there be, there's a difference in just being a good shooter but taking good shots. So I think you saw in the second half of the last game, we went five for ten, I think, from the second, the second half. I mean, you got good looks. It was ball reversal, kickouts off drives, 
those are when you want to take shots because you're open, you're set, you're not just coming down the floor where I think I've seen Maxie do it time after time, come down the floor, dribble two or three times, maybe get a screen, maybe not, and then just shoot the ball. Those are not good shots. You've got to be able to get good shots in the offense, and that's what they just haven't been able to figure out is how to run an offense, where is a good shot, what is a good shot. I, I do think that there are enough shooters on the team of quickly. I think Juzang, EJ, EJ Montgomery's got a good stroke. Uh, Sestina's got a good start. We do have a lot of good shooters. It's just they got to figure out what needs to be the shot they need to get and how to get to it and then go from there. Because right now that's not working. And in the words of Cal, we got too many shooters and not enough makers, right? We've only, we're shooting <laughs> 25% right now from the three-point line. And that's just not – that's not good. <laughs> so we're going to need – Not more. good at all. And, and it's, it's frustrating too, Stephen, like you were saying, the shot selection, but also it, it – and again, this is something that comes up every year, and we usually fix it later on. But but the the bunnies, the easy shots right next to the basket, it still seems that we have way too many every game that it, it, we're right there, and it's not even going in. And it's it's not just you know some of the guys that have been frustrating. Hagens has had a couple of games where he'll get to the basket and he just can't seem to 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 finish. But shot selection maybe with the threes, but we just have to be. I guess stronger and a little bit tougher to be able to finish there at the at the basket. Some of that though is them just trying to be. Uh, sometimes you try to be too cool. You try to do a little reverse layup with a little spin, or sometimes just better, which I think you start to see Richards figure it out. Just go if you're that tall, go up and dunk the ball. Go through somebody. If you get fouled, you get fouled. I mean, I trust pretty much everybody at the free throw line that on the floor that can hit free throws. So go up, get fouled, go to the free throw line, get the two points, and go on. It's yeah. better to get a foul and hit the two free throws than just score a layup. Yeah. You get the foul, you get closer to more free throws, and you get somebody that can't play defense on you. Well, and shoot, from our stats this season, we're at 80% right now with our free throws, even though uh, Brooks is – Yeah, I'm just, I'm just dreading, the, the, <laughs> I'm dreading the tournament game that we can't hit free throws again, and everybody blows up about how Cal's team can't shoot free throws. They're going to shoot 80% all year. They're going to have one game that's going to hurt us in the end. And that'll be what everybody sticks with. Yeah, well, it is that last thing probably that that people always uh, remember. Um, but these yeah. these past these past couple of games after Evansville, we've been in what what's it called the Big Blue Showcase or something like that. I don't know. Something stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but well, you know what? <laughs> we had people complaining that we didn't have hard enough competition at Rub this season, and then we drop a game to Evansville. So I don't, Listen, I don't care, and I, I understand everybody's frustration with the schedule. My problem is not that we don't play enough good teams at home. I don't care. It's nice to play good teams at home. I still see good teams. But I, I, I do regret, I do hate every single year that Cal's been here during Thanksgiving when most people are off work when there's great games going on of great teams playing great teams. And here we are playing Podunk U and the School of the Blind. And I, I just – I can't say – I hate it. I wish we'd play in some of these tournaments. He doesn't have to go to Maui. But just go play in something like where Duke's up in Madison Square Garden playing Georgetown and whoever they played the night before, I forget now, but and Texas is up there. Go play schools like that. We don't have to play – quit playing these East of Kentucky. Let's go play uh, Texas or a big Power 5 school that's just not good. That's fine. But let's go play in some of these showcase tournaments. I don't know. I, I'm just – I'm not a fan of this BBN showcase or whatever we're in. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm I'm with you, because uh, like trying to stay up late to watch games and stuff, and then you know four day weekend finally rolls around and there's no good games to watch. 
At least not with the, the Kentucky there's, games, right? There's a lot of good games. There's not going to be Kentucky playing. Yeah. Um, now, do you think um, with these uh, tournament things, sometimes people talk about how you get uh, some experience with having a quick turnaround and stuff like that. Do you think because of the level of competition, even though we have we had a Friday game and then we're going to play a, uh, a Sunday game, usually people say that like that quick turnaround helps to, you know, acclimate you to more of a, a tournament atmosphere. Do you think that's kind of lost, Stephen, because of the, the level of play? Or is it overrated to begin with? I got to be honest. With you, I think it's all overrated. I mean, I played some low-level high school basketball, and I knew what to expect every year when you went into a tournament situation where you're going to play one in high school. Sometimes you play two ta- two games a day, you know, in our, in our level. These kids that play in these AAU teams, and these, these big high schools, they travel all over the country. They're not your, you know, Shelby County travels to Louisville to play Trinity High School. You know, these are schools that, uh, from Florida that travel all the way to California and all, all this stuff. They're used to this travel. They're used to these tournaments. I get that the competition is a little bit stiffer because they're another level, but it's not like this is their first time playing in tournaments of back-to-back days or every other day. I, I think it's overrated to begin with. I, I think it's just an excuse to – been your side of the story if you want it to be honest yeah well the last of the big blue showcase or whatever it is that we're playing it is is this next game i believe the lamar university cardinals uh from beaumont texas that will take on uh sunday uh coming up uh this week um i guess just some quick things around uh these guys here uh we play again uh, sunday november 24th at 6 p.m eastern time at rupp arena um, Lamar is four and one. Uh, they have been playing these other teams in this showcase thing that we're doing. So they beat Mount St. Mary's and Utah Valley, uh, both of them uh, previously. But again, we handled um, at least Mount St. Mary's pretty well. Utah Valley was a little closer than it probably should have been. Uh, but game coming up, uh, what what types of things we can look at their players uh, here in a second? But what what types of things, David, are you wanting to uh, see us do? Uh, in this game against Lamar coming up this weekend? Three points. I think that we desperately need to uh, get better at our three-point percentage if we're going to stand a chance against Ohio State or Louisville or anybody in the tournament. Uh, And then our defense seems like it's getting better, but um, Sestina is still still getting beat a little bit um, toward the basket. Um, and uh, Higgins seemed to do a lot better against Utah Valley um, scoring, but still having trouble finishing. Steven, what are you looking for in this game? Uh, I think the way I look at these games every year is just one, win. Obviously, that was a struggle against Evansville. Yes. Um, but just build off things. Keep, keep getting better, even if it's small improvements. Uh, it's not so much for me about making shots right now. It's about no standing on offense, no everybody getting beat on defense. Um, I think Sassina's just going to get blown by on when we play teams with four guards. He's just going to get beat. That is what it is. He's the Reed Travis last year that can't stay in front of anybody. So just just get better every game, and um, it's a long season. We'll get there at the end and just win the game and get better. Yeah, I, I think – Offensive rebounding is something that we have improved a tiny bit uh, from uh, the game we dropped earlier, but the, the offensive rebounding needs to continue to improve and, and building on things that we're improving on. That's one of them. Uh, I think that we could definitely improve on pretty rapidly. 
Um, this might be Cal's worst rebounding team so far to start the year. Yeah, and it, it's just – it's bad. <laughs> and they, they really need to that, – that was – in some of those games, especially that Evansville game, like just they, – they tried to give us the game back. They had several shot clock violations in the last couple of minutes. They had several times where they came down, missed their first shot, and the ball just goes right back into their hands. Like we – you have to go and get the ball. It's not like we're outsized by even these teams that we've been playing so far. There's no reason we shouldn't be dominating the boards, not just holding our own. You're, you're right, but the diff, the one thing I'll say the difference was, in that game, if you look at it, I believe Evansville had 11 offensive rebounds. This last game, um, they had 10 offensive rebounds. So we didn't give – the offensive rebounds, we didn't, I mean, it's not. It's never good to give up that many. The difference is, in Evansville, too many people tried to play hero ball. Maxie tried to play hero ball. Hagen tried to do it, and they just couldn't do it. This last game, I feel like you saw them a little bit more play as a team and make – make plays together and so that was that was to me was a big thing of seeing them do it together versus somebody trying to just be the hero and do it themselves yeah and david sometimes you need that right you need that you and you never want to say you want to have a loss it's a lot better to have a close call with a win and learn the lesson then but maybe that loss to evansville has woke them up a little bit to realize this hero ball stuff isn't going to work whenever it comes down to, to playing even teams that some people wouldn't even classify as decent I mean, I don't know if Evansville woke him up because we still struggled pretty hard and against Utah Valley, but uh, and against St. Mary's, we only pulled away toward the end. So maybe St. Mary's woke him up <laughs> at the end. Hopefully, but, I don't know. Uh, with this Lamar team that we're playing coming up, uh, they've got three uh, players that average uh, double figures, so they spread out the scoring pretty evenly there. Uh, T.J. Atwood is a senior, uh, 6'6", kind of forward guard hybrid there, averaging 18 points, five rebounds in the game. Got a couple other guys, uh, a sophomore guard, a senior guard that average 15 and 10 points, and then a uh, a junior forward, um, Avery Sullivan, uh, that's averaging eight points, eight rebounds a game. So those would probably be the guys that we're going to have to to look at when it comes up to this game. Um, we've said what we want to look at or what we want to uh, see us improve at. Um, Steven first, and then David, how about you guys give me what, what are your uh, predictions for the game, uh, and who do you think has a, a good game this Sunday playing against Lamar University? I think we lost Steven. So well, David, I'll, what is your thing? I'll get my predictions. Right. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to go hop on the Richards train because he seems to be just – dominating these past few games so i'm gonna say richards is gonna is gonna dominate um i say he's gonna have 20 points eight rebounds and one block and i say we we run the boards and win 78 to 62 i would be pretty happy with that uh, i'll say cats win uh 80 to 58 um, since you took Richards, I'll go with Hagens. I think he has a, a big game. Um, as he's kind of, I don't know, he, he should be a steady leader of our, our team here. Uh, David, I don't know if Steven will be able to join us for the rest of it, but another thing I want to talk about that's not specifically basketball that we can talk about for a second um, is, first, we're recording this on a Saturday as Kentucky has reached bowl eligibility with our sixth win. Um, what have your thoughts on the football season been so far this year? I love Lynn Bowden. Uh, 
he, he's amazing. I love him. <laughs> um, I think that even though we've lost uh, all of our secondary, uh, we've lost our best running back, and we've lost, what, three quarterbacks this year? Um, well, sort of, that we've, we've, still, we've still done a lot better than most people thought we would have after uh, Terry Wilson's injury. Uh, I think we could, we could have a few more, few more wins. Uh, the Florida loss and the, the Tennessee loss were a little frustrating, but I think, uh, I think we'll, uh, we'll beat Louisville and go to a good bowl, and that's a good year. Yeah, I think Steven's back with us now. Steven, uh, you missed we, – we gave our predictions for the, um, the, the Lamar game, so I'll ask you for that. And then um, asking David, what, what are – we're going to move to football for just the last little bit of the podcast. What um, your thoughts of the Cats getting the bowl eligibility um, with the injuries that we've had this season? So, Lamar and then uh, – well, I'd say on Lamar, um, I'm looking for them to start – keeping it going so score prediction wise i guess be 88 69 70 um kind of pull have a nice comfortable win throughout the game um football season then i gotta be honest with you when terry went down um kind of lost a little bit of interest mm-hmm. and then to watch uh uh what's his name now i can't think of the record quarterback's name now um something smith Sawyer. now yeah. anyways Sawyer smith to watch him come in against uh florida and play lights out and then to lose that game I mean, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of at the point where it's just like, well, just get the six and I'll be done with it. I'm kind of not really getting into football now. I just want to see him win. And <clears throat> as much grief as Mark Stoops and Eddie Grant have gotten, and I think Eddie Grant, coach, he still frustrates the crap out of me because, like, he's too conservative. But you got to give him credit. They put a wide receiver back there. And uh, I know he played quarterback in high school, but this kid's done something impressive. Um, they've won two games now throwing a total of four passes in the two games. Uh, I mean, that's that's impressive. I mean, I know they got shut out at Georgia, but in reality they had one guy that dropped a pass in the end zone, and another time they were going for it fourth down at the end of the game. Um, so they could have gotten at least ten points out of that one. Uh, the Tennessee game, they had one play to win it. Even Florida they had one play to win it. So, I, I mean, to me it, it does make me – extremely excited for next year just thinking about you're getting terry wilson back you're getting this whole defense back um yes you're most likely gonna lose lynn bowden but you've got some studs that are coming back and if you get terry wilson back i mean he's obviously going to be an improvement of a quarterback than bowden no shot at bowden but i think next year could be could be a very special year for kentucky football yeah, and, and Terry's definitely not as electrifying when it comes to running as bowden just because he's a special athlete but he's I mean, in that realm where he's got some legs on him. So maybe even the different things they've done this year with Bowden, while Terry can't do the running as well, he can throw a heck of a lot better. So to throw him back into right. it, maybe they've even got some good ideas. Uh, and on top of that, you know, yeah, you, you talking about how, like, um, we've got a bunch of players coming back and stuff. News this weekend came that the, the rumors with Stoops possibly going to Florida State, um, however likely or unlikely that might have been, have been put to put to rest and we're going to end up having stoops hopefully for uh, the next little bit since uh, Florida state's not going to come in and, and grab them. He, he's not a perfect coach, David, but I think having stoops around in, in the way that he seems to have not just given us one good year where we did great, but he really does seem to kind of be changing what's going on in the program with recruiting, with new facilities. It's got to be pretty exciting to know that, 
um, whether it was likely or not, he, he's not leaving for uh, a place that he had coached at before in Florida State. Absolutely. And this is news to me. I, I didn't hear anything about the, uh, the, the confirming that he is not going to, to join Florida State. So that's fantastic. He's done a remarkable job at Kentucky. He's uh, had either the same amount of wins or more wins than the previous season, every season up until this year. So he can, he can be you, here for you, the rest of his life if he wants to. If you look at that, too, I mean, he's, had, he's improved every year win totals. And this year he still has a chance to, with a wide receiver playing quarterback, win seven games in the SEC. I mean, it's unheard of. And, and I, I think the most impressive thing about the Florida State stuff is, you know, people always say, man, if a big school comes after our coach, we just got to say thanks and go on. And I, I agree. I mean, you can't, you can't fault somebody for going to Florida State. Yeah. But at the same time, we now have a coach who coached at Florida State, is, went to Miami, has a lot of Florida ties, and said, I will pass on a powerhouse, a historical powerhouse like Florida State, to stay at Kentucky and coach. I mean, that, that says something about the program. It says something about Stoops. And I, I, I'm pumped. And I, I, think he's a, I think he's definitely a great coach that we can keep for a long time now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting to see what the future will be like there. And with, with the money we've invested in the football program, like that's one of the big things people complained about is you can't, you can't recruit to Kentucky or you can't expect us to keep improving if you don't put the money in it. We've got the money now. Uh, and, and last year we had a great season. Some of the best players that have ever played here with Benny Snell and Josh Allen that have moved on. And still with the injuries we've had this season, uh, still being able to put together a, a winning season uh, going to a bowl game is a pretty pretty impressive thing there. Uh, well, guys, I think that's about all the time that we have for uh, this episode. We're going to get more consistent with these. We just got to figure it out. Having three brothers in three different time zones, some of us working night shifts, others of us not working night shift. It makes it a little difficult, <laughs> but we'll get it figured out. <laughs> some, pe- some people not working. You know, it's, it's what – I don't work this whole next week, so I am – teacher life, teach life is nice. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, David. Well, I'm actually sitting in my police division right now about to go to work tonight. So you all enjoy your nice evening off. We will. We'll live it up. I will. (laughs) Uh, But we'll catch you guys next time, all right? Sounds good. Enjoyed it. You guys be good. Be careful. All right.